Hello and welcome to another episode of Plus Ultra, the My Hero Academia fan cast. My name is Max Newland. I'm Emily Linders. And uh, today we're coming to you uh, live. It's a live podcast today. With a live studio audience. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but we've asked them all to be quiet and they're very respectful, yeah. so dogs. I don't think you'll hear them. You might hear my dogs. They're the audience here. <laughs> and I told them to shut up. Hey, what are your dogs' names? Uh, Kuma and Nanook, which Kuma, coincidentally, cute. one means bear and one means polar bear, but I we did not do that on purpose. But in different languages. Yeah. I named, are they bears? They might be. I don't know. Are you guys oh, bears? Shit. <laughs> no. Nanook's just a, a shit. But he's just a, he's just kind of a shitty boy. He is mean. He's Bakugo as a dog. <laughs> that's that's my dog. King explosion so today, murder. Anyway, <laughs> today we watched episode nine of My Hero Academia. Just yeah, just do your best, Ida. Yeah. Guess what this episode's about? Ida. Really enthusiastic best. episode title. It is. A lot of these are enthusiastic if they're not talking about somebody's origin. Yeah. How many fucking origin titles? That is such a cop out, honestly. But it's still. You think so? It is a comic book thing to do. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so it works. I I feel like every time I hear the phrase "origin story," I lose like five minutes off the end of my life. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's just it it's uh, it activates something primal within me that says no. That does. <laughs> don't. Uh yeah. So this episode didn't have a recap in front of it. Oh, do you notice that? Yeah, no, I. That is what the first note that I wrote down was. This starts right off on the intro song, and I was like, "Oh, hmm. that must mean it's serious." <laughs> that means this one's thick with content. Thick, T H I C C. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we open on a big, a big mess. The the media have gotten their way into UA, and they're hassling everybody. Like a flock of seagulls, man. Everybody, they all they want the hot scoop on All Might, but nobody's talking except Ida, who seems to have like a prepared speech that he was going to oh give. Oh my god! Yes, he's the most eloquent speaker. It's like he had been practicing this, practicing this, rehearsing it, knowing it would happen. I am fully confident that he is the kind of guy that would practice for this occasion after getting into the hero school. Dude, I I don't know because. Half the time, when Tenya opens his mouth, I, I'm like, we better take a seat. Like, <laughs> he must have engines in his mouth also because it's running all the fucking time. That's his other powers. He can just talk forever. Dude. He doesn't have to breathe. He breathes through his through his radiators. <laughs> I would believe it. Bakugo hates getting hassled by the press. He doesn't do anything until they say, you're the sledge villain kid, right? And he's like, you've got a five second head start, motherfucker. Get the <laughs> fuck out of my face. Uh, Aizawa's not into it either. They're looking for All Might. He says they're not here. Get off my campus, you swine. Uh, oh, I thought. They start making these offhanded comments about how he looks like a mess. Yeah, they, they're pretty rough on him. And he's like, what the fuck ever? I don't care. Like they say they, they kind of recognize him, but they're not sure. And then as soon as she tries to go chasing in after him, the other guy is like, Duh! oh, fuck, here comes the giant iron fucking walls. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, Dear that, God. That's right. We get this big, crazy defense system, uh, which I named in my uh, in my notes, Chekhov's wall. Check. <laughs> Anytime you see a wall this big and people spend this much time talking about how impenetrable it is, you know someone's going to bust through that. Yeah, totally impenetrable. Absolutely. They're talking about how it's to keep villains out, protect the students. It's it has like a level like a three wave security system or something like that. And then we get a little uh, narration from Deku who says something that I thought was really funny. Uh, for, he leads in by saying that uh, the, the press are here because they want to talk to All Might because you know he's good for TV. Oh, I know where you're going yeah. with this. And we see someone uh, in the back of the crowd who who's should be familiar if you watched the epilogue of the of episode eight. And as we see him, Deku says, everyone wanted to get their hands on All Might. Get their hands it's, on it's All Mr. Might. Mr. Handman. And he's totally inconspicuous standing there in his all black long sleeve shirt and all black pants, just 
the only person on the other side of the sidewalk. What I could, what what, what I must imagine is just an aura of stink. <laughs> That's the only reason why nobody's next. Yeah, to they're like, ooh, boy, yikes. I mean, if he's well, if the hand is on his face, then I'd be like, oh, fuck. No, that excuse noise. me, but bye. If the hand's not on his face. I'd probably still be like, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not going to that side of the street. So next up is uh, in class, and Aizawa tells the kids that they got to do something pretty serious. And the kids are wondering. Oh, well, wait, before that, he is talking about their results. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's telling Bakugo, like, quit fucking pouting. Bakugo's like, yeah, whatever. Oh, fuck. And then he actually compliments Deku on his strength. He says, you know, he's criticizing him for breaking his fucking arm again, which... Yeah, whatever. He's like, but if you can get a hold of it, your power is going to be really useful. And Deku's like, oh my god, he said something nice about me. Shit. But then we go to the, this is going to decide. Oh, yes, it's going to decide their future. They have to select a class representative. He really likes unnecessarily putting his class on edge. (laughs) Like, a lot. it's, It's the situation he's most comfortable in. It's a dry humor sort of thing. He reminds me of my dad, the way that yeah. he does that, honestly. <laughs> Love you, dad. Everyone's really jazzed for the opportunity to be the class rep. Even Bakugo, I thought this was kind of weird. And then Deku explains that being class rep at UA is special because it means that, you know, that's that's good for your hero resume, basically. And he just kind of slowly, quietly starts to put his yeah, hand He's not up. into it. Not really feeling He this. really doesn't like this idea. <laughs> He doesn't want to at all. However, either. Ida has a has an idea, and he says we should vote on Democratic it. election, yep. and everybody's like, oh, is that because your hand is the highest one up there, and you want everybody to vote on you? We see right Yeah, now. everybody, it's very transparent. Ida obviously wants to be the class rep very badly. And he's like, no, this is the best way to do it. And he says, this is the best way to do it, right, Professor Aizawa? And Aizawa says, do what you want, just decide before my nap is over, which <laughs> is... Zips up his sleeping bag and falls on the floor. Yeah. He's like, just fucking pick somebody. I swear, just, I don't fucking care. <laughs> pick Mineta. I don't even fucking care. So they do vote. Uh, and the prediction that everybody would vote for themselves more or less comes true. Except that Deku gets three and Yao Yorozu gets two. And Bakugo is like, I want the names of every single person that voted <laughs> for that trembling chihuahua piece of shit. Because I'm going to fight you. <laughs> Uh, Deku's not into it. He's very nervous. Uh, at lunch with Uraka and Ida. No, but what, before that, we have like the lament of Tenya, just sitting on like at his desk. He's like zero votes, and they're like, "You didn't even fucking vote for yourself." Yeah, idiot. Really? What kind of He's idiot? He's so lawful good. He didn't even vote for himself. This moron. And then Momo's the deputy, and she's like, not amused. No, she she's not into this situation either. So it's lunchtime. Deku's expressing his uh, his reticence to be a leader. Yeah, he says that he thinks it should be Tenya, and Tenya has this wise little soundbite where he says that wanting a job and being suited to it are two different things. And then he goes, which is totally the kind of thing a good leader says. Yes, I'm like, bro, do you not listen to yourself? He's so humble, yeah. man. He goes on to say that his family's agency has been teaching him that much about what it means to be a leader, and both Deku and Uraraka are like, oh, wait a minute. What agency? Are you fucking rich? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uraraka's just like, hey, is your family really rich? Out of nowhere. I ain't saying she a gold digger. And um, it turns out, not only are it, are they, yes, but it's because the whole family is a pro hero squad, basically. Of Gundams. Yeah, Gundam heroes. Like <laughs> like his brother, uh, Ingenium, who's apparently a pretty big deal. And yeah, Deku even fanboys about it. He's like, he's got 65 sidekicks or whatever working at his agency. All this shit. It's so weird to hear words like that used to describe superheroes. Yeah, it, it is. You know what I mean? agency you know working i'm like are you selling insurance i just i don't know it sounds strange (laughs) dude heroes do have to buy insurance in this world that's a real thing i'm not surprised by that that's why mount lady's always broke she has to pay for all the fucking property damage she causes 
Yes, and like it's a this is a thing that uh, Horikoshi wrote in a um in like a volume, you know, to fill pages when they when they publish all the chapters in a volume. No, that's weird. Uh, he wrote a little thing about my lady how she would um she freaks out because she's broke and goes all out during her next mission and ends up causing property damage, which costs a lot of money. Okay, you would think that because they are government employees, there would be some sort of like sovereigns of immunity thing like a clause and they would have uh insurance via the government you know i I work in auto insurance so like sometimes when people get into accidents with government vehicles and shit their personal policies aren't always responsible for that unless they're using the vehicle not on paid time that's Mm. weird that she's gotta have her own personal insurance for her hero stuff when she's on the clock you know when are we going to get universal hero coverage? Everybody go on strike until we get universal hero coverage. Do the heroes have a union? Good question. I don't know. We should, we should ask. Let's ask uh, Horikoshi next if time. the heroes yes. have a union. Horikoshi, do your heroes have a union? And if not, why? So <laughs> Tenya is motivated to do good by his brother. He looks up to his brother a lot. Uh, he reassures Deku that he'll do a good job. Yeah, he's like, you knew um, exactly what was needed for the entrance exam, and Deku is like, um, about that. about that. By the way, I noticed that at this part, I wrote something down. Does Deku not ho- know how to fucking tie a tie? It just looks like he no, shoved he doesn't. a sock he, in there. His tie is very bad, and he does a bad job of it. Nobody fixes it for him. They just let him do that. They all have little details like that, like um, Bakugo's is also tied wrong, but it like wrong in a different way. His is wrong in an I don't fucking care way, and Deku's is wrong in an I tried kind of way. I tried really hard, and, and this so is the best I could do. And Ida's uniform is always perfect, and he does something later on in this episode, actually, um, that emphasize like, it's just a, a nice little character detail. Um, suddenly, security breach. Woo! Whoop, whoop, there's big, big... Claxons blaring, big alarm, security three each level. Level three. Level three. <laughs> and some random third year explains that level three means somebody got through the school barrier, and this has never happened in all my three years here. Like, Thank oh. you. Bye, mm, person we'll never special. see again. This part I have titled Panic at the High School. <laughs> this is the Panic at the High School. Panic, exclamation mark. <laughs> at the high school. <laughs> oh, yeah. Haven't you people yeah, ever yeah. heard of clearing the goddamn halls? I don't know. Bad jokes. It's much better. Bad jokes. Bad. It's much better to face these kind of things with a sense of poison rationality. <laughs> um, so, so there's a giant, there's a giant stampede. Everybody's getting into the like crowding into the halls. Nobody can move. It's a big, big mess. None of the teachers are around to guide the students, and so it's kind of all falling apart. Ida gets pushed up against a window and sees. Oh, the reason there's a security breach is just because the media got in. How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> it's not a villain attack, per se, but the media got the in. The media is pretty evil. And then it cuts over to Aizawa and present <laughs> Mike. God, I'll never get used to saying that. And they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? And present Mike wants to know if, well, they're technically trespassing, so maybe we can just beat them up because we can consider them villains Ooh, now, right? bad Bad idea, bad idea. Yeah, he's like, uh, okay, if you want your name dragged through the mud and everybody hates you, that's fine. Go ahead, but... Don't don't beat up the media. That's... No. Ooh, buddy. No. Hero rule number one, don't do that. So back to the kids, Ida is trying to figure out what to do now. He, he kind of shouts that there's no need to worry, but of course, it's drowned out. Nobody can hear anybody. All the screaming. Uh, Kaminari and... Hiroshima are trying to help too, like but they can't do anything. They're drowning in a sea of people, and it's hilarious. <laughs> like I feel bad, but like Hiroshima just like sinks. Yeah, like, he kind of gets consumed by the mob. Crowd surfing gone wrong. <laughs> uh, Ida asks himself a question that becomes standard practice uh, later on in the show. Oh, what would Midoriya do? Does he say Midoriya or does he say Deku? He says Midoriya. Okay. Nobody knows. Well. They do know Deku. Yeah, they, they do. And he I still think, refers to him as Midoriya. Yeah, I think Uraraka is the only one who calls him like Deku, not in a shitty way right now. Not in a shitty yeah. way. <laughs> we know who else calls him sh- shitty Deku. Um, so his plan is to get zero gravity and then fly up somewhere where where people can see him. 
And he does that. And here's the moment I was talking about earlier. He rolls his sli- his pant legs up a little bit oh. so that he doesn't so he doesn't hurt them with his engines. Yep. And then he uses his little <laughs> engine boost and spins his way through the air like Sonic. It's so funny. Oh my god, it's fucking hilarious. And everybody's it like It looks very uncomfortable. Deku just looks up and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> and so he slams into the 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 wall above the doorway. It's like a hierarchy. And he psychs himself up. Just boom. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I have to make it concise. And he he tells everybody everything's okay. It's just the press. Uh, it's just the media. There's no nothing to worry about. Get it together, you shits. We are UA. Get it together. We're the cool school. Everybody looks up to us. You guys and then are they're not like, oh, okay. Being cool right now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't be in the club anymore if you're not gonna be cool. You can't, you can't be in the club anymore if you're going to scream like that. You can't raise your voice like that when the lion gets here. <laughs> and and he he manages to actually chill everybody out. Yep. And then the police come and it's all good. And it's all good. I Do the media get arrested? I don't know. They certainly get escorted off I, and everything's fine. I mean, if, even if they do get arrested, they show up later in a couple episodes, I think. So uh, the class rep and the uh, deputy have to give an announcement. Um, cause they're going to have to select the class officers, all this stuff. We didn't do any of this stuff in my high school. I'm assuming this is like pretty much just Japanese schools. Yeah, I was going to say, very, I don't like, remember hearing anybody ever having a class rep or any delegating of tasks. I mean, fuck, they clean their classrooms and shit. And we were just like, it's 220 peace. See bye. you. Bye. 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 Uh, I pr- made particular note of Momo's face as she watches Deku freak out, <laughs> which I think is very funny. She's just looking straight at him like she seems to be kind of exasperated. Oh, my God. Uh, and so because Deku doesn't feel like he can do it, he nominates Ida. And he ab- decides he's going to abdicate his position, which but everybody is into yeah, it. Yeah, everybody's just kind of. Going with the flow on whoever gets nominated, pretty much. Like, as much as they all really wanted to be the class rep, they're pretty chill about all this. Um, and they're like, did you see how he looked kind of like the dude on the emergency exit sign? And I was like, hey, y'all fucking hurry up, please. Can I say, I think emergency exit would be a fantastic hero name for Ida. Emergency exit, Ida! Yes. That's what they call him. It's, a, it's an awesome hero Dude, name. Dude, they even call him Emergency Exit in like a couple episodes yeah. too. That's what I'm saying, it's, man. I think it's going to come up. I I hope it I, does. I really wanted to just continue. I mean, we've read far enough ahead that we know it doesn't come up again. It, but, but Well, it would be great if it made a cameo. Okay. By the way, I'd just like to announce to all of our listeners, I made it exactly one week uh, after the season finale before I caved and read the entire manga. And now we are both completely caught up. And now we're in ultimate final hell, which damn. is waiting for releases of next chapters. Yeah, but oh my god, the progress! It's going to be a very good show. Season three is going to be very, very, very good. Oh, it is. is the thing, and I think we can say that. So long as we don't lose Yutaka Nakamura, who does the the keyframes and is so incredible at it, mm-hmm. then this is still going to be an awesome show. Yeah. So they they do that. It's uh. Ida's the new class rep, and we cut to the teachers talking about, you know, the breach that just happened. And Nezu wonders that this may be the opening salvo in a larger plan by the villains. Yeah, was it a show of power or a declaration of war? Oh. And really, it's like, did they conspire with the press? I mean, you see the wall. They're surveying the damage, and the wall is mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. crumbled in. And, and the way that they described the wall earlier is that it was highly impenetrable. So who the fuck broke the wall? That's some scary shit. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of scary shit. Uh, we cut to a bad situation where a villain has got some kids hostage Mount and and Mount Lady's there, but she can't cut it. Uh, but it's all might. I am here. And you smash. He does a Missouri smash on the villain. 
Missouri's a weird state to choose for something like that. I don't. They always choose the weirdest. Like, okay, Detroit, I kind of get because Detroit is like a big city, but. Carolina smash. Carolina? Yeah, I don't know. New Hampshire? Delaware? What do you. I think it's just I think it's just people that Horikoshi's picking names based on how they yeah, sound. Yeah, I was gonna say not... as long as it just sounds good with the word smash tied onto the end of it, then like Because if it was an American person, it would be like New York Smash. Like I don't think I would want to say Tennessee Smash or Kentucky. I would definitely say Washington Smash though. Or I would say Washington Smash. I don't I wouldn't Texas Smash is obvious, but that's he does use that one. But like who would want to say Iowa Smash? Iowa smash. It doesn't feel right. There's too many vowels. This is a weird word word to say. <laughs> let's uh, let's so, go sorry, through every Iowa. all the fifty states and be like, well, does this sound good with the word smash? Next time on Plus Ultra. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit. Okay, so yeah. that's that's the first half. Uh, we cut. And he does. Uh, no, wait, no, we've already done that. He part. does too much heroing um, and. He's doing too much hero work. And he recognizes that he's gotten slower ever since he gave all for, God, one for all to Deku. I keep saying mm. all for one. Fucking shut me up. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. Nope. Not. So we <laughs> flash back to uh, Deku and All Might's conversation after uh, Bakugo's <laughs> test. Like, where you told Bakugo what? You told him what? Which is funny because when I first watched this episode and it opened on something else, I was like, well, what happened to the, the Bakugo thing? Yeah, what was he talking to him about? Yeah. And but now we find out. We and it uh, turns out that, you know, he's not super mad because Bakugo Ro- wrote it off immediately. Yeah, yeah, Bakugo doesn't give a shit. Um, but if, it, if the word ever does get out, then that puts a huge target on Deku's back and also uh, seriously endangers you know, the the age of peace that we live in. What's more important, your friend that already hates you or the rest of the world? The, yeah, the safety of human society. You gotta make some choices here. Uh, which is really starting to drive in how dangerous it is to be the person who holds one for all. Yeah. and uh, It's a really... I mean, Deku gave it all of 30 seconds before he was like, alright, let's fucking do this. Mm-hmm. Of course, All Might didn't really explain the full depth of what this meant. Yeah, I might kind of push this kid into the deep end of the pool. <laughs> without floaties, without yeah, any with swim no floaties. And just, eh, you float. You'll float if you lay the right way. Just not on your stomach. Is that... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> back in class, Aizawa tells the kids their next mission is rescue training. And they're going to have three instructors, and then Deku wonders... Three instructors? Why three? Oh. Is it a- Maybe it's because they're unsafe. Mm. And then the class starts getting rowdy again, and I was always like, y'all interrupt way too damn fucking much. Would you just stop? <laughs> uh, some of the kids are really excited about rescue training, like Sue. Sue's really excited because, yeah. you know, she wants to be a rescue hero. And she gets to show how she can move in the water or whatever and all that good stuff. At this point in the series, I was already to- totally sold on Sue. Yeah, she's she's great. I Sue's immediately very cool. I especially love her in this episode later. Yes. Some of the oh shit my God. that she okay. says. So, well, okay, right before that, Aizawa tells them that they can wear whatever they want. And so before they're leaving, Ruraka comes up to Deku. She's like, oh, why are you wearing your PE clothes? And... So Bakugo's standing behind Deku with his back facing him, not looking, <laughs> and Deku just kind of nonchalantly mentions, oh, well, you know what? My outfit was totally obliterated by a certain trigger-happy porcupine boy in our last practice, so <laughs> I don't have a hero costume right now. <clears throat> so, and Bakugo like, doesn't even look at him. <laughs> he just keeps his back turned to him. But yeah. Did you notice that Bakugo's only wearing one uh, grenade gauntlet? Is he? Oh, I didn't even notice yeah. that. Well, he got his then. So uh, then Tenya tries to herd everybody onto the bus, but there's open seating in the front, which ruins his quote-unquote aborting strategy. Like, 
It's nice. Um, I love this little scene because it's just the kids interacting with oh each other. Oh my god, yes. So here's the part that you wanted to get to with Sue saying, for pointing out the obvious. Yeah, Sue's like, Deku. your power's a lot like All Might's, isn't it? And he's like, what? No, who's All Might? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I never heard of him. Uh, all who? Uh, but Kaminari is like, no, nah, All Might doesn't hurt himself really badly doesn't every time he uses break his arms. <laughs> he doesn't break his arms. He's not the same at all. And then they start getting into how, like, what what qualifies as a good pro quirk, like flashiness and augmenting quirks. and Yeah, Kaminari's a little self-conscious about his quirk. He is, and he shouldn't be. He's best boy. Kaminari rules. Not Kaminari. God, Kirishima. Yeah, well, you know what? I didn't even Sorry. correct you, so fuck me, I've been saying too, Kaminari this whole time. Yeah, I know who you meant. It's okay. I think everyone who reads this manga and watches this anime is going to do that at some point. Yeah, just like we've done, what would, would Deku go? That was what we were doing. Deku. <laughs> and it'll probably happen again this episode. You just wait. Oh, it'll happen again. It'll happen to you. Shut up. Um, mm. Not you. I'm talking about you oh. in general. The you. The big you. I was our like, listener. Max? Don't you Sorry. put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> that, was, that would be really rude if I was saying that. <laughs> You're going to be the one who fucks up again. Yeah. So they are... Uh, somebody mentions that Bakugo and Todoroki probably have the most pro-like abilities, and Sue's like, yeah, but Bakugo sucks, so... <laughs> Bakugo's... What she says is that he's always angry, so he won't be popular, and then he says he's gonna kick her ass, yeah. and she says, see? He's like, what the fuck you just say about me? She's like, good job proving my point. He's... And then Kaminari t- oh, tells man. him that his personality is flaming crap mixed with garbage, and dang, Bakugo is like... I am they get into about it. to char this bus like a roasted corn husk, you little fucks. Every single person. It's, and Deku's like, oh my god, he's getting fucking bullied. What is this? It's really funny because their argument continues while the rest of the kids are having their conversation. Dude, Uraraka is loving it. She is eating She this loves up. this drama, dude. She's all about it. Oh my god. It is like watching the real housewives right now. But it's just all the boys Momo's on the into bus. it too, but she's she's trying to pretend she's not. I thought that she was just straight up disgusted by it. She's like, this, ugh, childish. Ugh, these boys, so crass. And then, of course, Aizawa is like, literally every single one of you is on my fucking shit list today. How many times do I have to tell <laughs> you to stop this? Yeah, oh he, he, he tells the children to calm down because they're here. Oh, man, oh, no, there was this one little interaction that I loved between uh, Aoyama and Ashida. Oh, Yeah. He says that his quirk is uh, is the best for being a pro because it shines brightly. And she says, you can't have a pro quirk if it hurts your tummy, sweetie. Yes. <laughs> She's always there to put him down, man. Knocking him down. I love them. Um, they're here uh, at the place, uh, greeted by 13, the space hero who wears a space suit. She introduces them to the facility they're going to be training in, which she calls the Unforeseen Simulations Joint. <laughs> USJ, which they say, oh, Universal Studios Japan. So there's a fun cultural reference. like it, it And it does look like a theme they park, and they know that, that yeah. it looks like a theme park. They're like, it was a shipwreck, there was a fire, a landslide, windstorm. All of these are different scenarios to prepare you for different types of rescue missions you might need to go on. And it turns out All Might couldn't come to work today because he's out of muscle juice. I, la- I laughed so hard at this because Aizawa comes up to 13 and he's like, oh, is he doing an interview or something? And 13's just like, no, he's just dumb. <laughs> and Aizawa's like, wow, up, yeah, he is dumb. An idiot. And then All Might's on the phone like, I fucked up. <laughs> That's a really funny scene, I think. Uh, watching the greatest hero in the entire world call in sick to work yes. because he did too much heroing. Because he did too much heroing. Oh my god. <laughs> And they're just like, okay, well, that's just, he. if you look up the word irresponsible in the dictionary, All Might's face is right next to it. So, Dang. 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 Uh, 13 gives a big pep talk about how quirks are powerful and that's great for defeating villains. She, t- she mentions that her quirk is black hole, which holy fuck. But her quirk could be insanely devastating. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it absolutely could kill people. It could level the entire city if you really wanted to. So she, what? So the essence of her speech here is that you you all have powers that are great and powerful and, 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 and have very violent applications. Looking at you, So you Bakugo. have to be careful. Yeah, especially <laughs> Bakugo. So you have to be so careful when you're working around rescue situations that you don't accidentally kill somebody. 
that would suck. <laughs> and you might go to jail. <laughs> and everybody thinks it's a great speech. Um, and Aizawa says, okay, next. And then all the lights go out. And then the fountain starts doing this weird little sputtery. The fountain kind of sputters out. And oh, oh, the look on Aizawa's face as he slowly begins to turn his head. Uh-huh. We're like, oh, fuck. Shit. <laughs> Shit is really happening. Shit is actually happening. A big black portal opens up in front of the fountain at the center of the USJ. And here comes our favorite person, Facepalm. Here, Facepalm comes out. Oh my God. A bunch of villains come out, like like dozens of villains come out with the him. Giant band. And then this giant muscly dude who has like a bird beak and an exposed Duck brain. brain. But he's also wearing very normal khaki pants, <laughs> which I thought was really funny. <laughs> Business casual for this invasion. It's business casual. <laughs> uh, shirt optional. Oh my god! And Aizawa must protect. Protect. He must protect by attack. By attack. <laughs> uh, he, and he tells the kids to stay close and thirteen to keep watch on Dude, him. I saw. And this is a. I, he put his goggles on. Yeah, he puts his fucking goggles on, so you know it's go time. It's real. Shit is real. And Deku was like, "Uh, what? What? What?" <sighs> and his narration just, uh, confirms for us this is very real this is not a training situation yeah i think he says and it's gonna go down we thought we'd be practicing saving others that day but when they appeared we realized we were the ones who needed saving and then here comes hand drive again with so many hands he's got so many hands on his body right now and i don't understand the purpose of all of them i don't either I know what the one is there for, but then the rest, I'm just like, is that your aesthetic hands? I guess it's just his aesthetic. Like, I don't... His Tumblr mood board is just pictures of hands. Touching people. Touching people. They have to be touching things. I don't know, man. (laughs) Anyway, that's it for that episode. That's the end of that one. Oh, man. Yeah. This is a very exciting cliffhanger to leave on. The end there. I was like, man. So this is... This is the uh, basically the the beginning of the final arc for this first season. Yep. Um, and it's I don't know it's the first taste. Uh, I don't know. I I'm very excited for this because, you know, it basically the next two episodes are just this USJC like scenario. Oh, and it's so and what happens good. and how they deal with it. It's amazing. Yes. It's some of the best some of the best TV I've ever watched. Period. Is in the next two episodes. Yeah, it it really is. They're. Even just the other day when I was rewatching those episodes, I just kind of like went from episode nine and then the rest of the series, I let it play out and I still got goosebumps. <laughs> it was great. I I feel like it says a lot that we, like the two of us, people who are fully caught up on the manga have, have read all of the available canonical My Hero Academia content are still like excited about the beginning early parts of the con- of the series you know yeah that, uh, usually you get really bad diminishing returns with animes like i could never l- listen to me i could never ever watch the first 100 episodes of one piece again <laughs> i'm never doing that again <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i'm really i could never get into one piece but i'm sure that patrick would probably agree with you on that one Piece is super, super good. It takes like a quarter of the series for you to notice how good it is, though. Uh, I don't got like that it's fun time. in the beginning, but Jesus, like, unt- there's there, it's seriously like the sixth arc where it starts to really get awesome. If it takes you that long yeah. to get awesome, then I don't know if I can actually say it's awesome. Let's say that arc is awesome. But the show- don't at me. Everyone's going to at me. Don't at me. My mansions are going to fucking explode. Well, no, they're not, because I don't put my Twitter on this. (laughs) Ha ha, gotcha. Ha ha. Joke's on you guys. I don't Um, even exist. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not real Joke's on you guys. I'm a ghost. Oh, shit. I've been dead for years. So, um, we had kind of, you had suggested a pretty fun little side topic for this episode. Yeah, I was thinking about it when I was at work, and, uh, I, I don't know. I see people post on Tumblr their little AUs and things for all their ships and just things that they want to do with the show. And one of the ones that I'd seen was if they all had like a Pokemon, who would their Pokemon Mm. be? 
And I am strictly sticking with the first 150, 151, because I don't really, really fucking know the rest of them that well. Okay. I forget who they are. I would probably... If I... Because I'm definitely going to have to suggest some that are... Because I'm a big, big, big Pokemon nerd, and I've played, like, every game. Okay. I... Uh... I don't know. I so so. Listen. Here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll do. Is if 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 I have one that I don't think you'll know, I'll just send you an image of it. Okay. Uh. Yeah. You'll okay. do that in Discord. Please tell me though. I know that there is a garbage Pokemon, and that's who I would give yes. me Garbdor or whatever. He's wonderful. No. No. But the thing about the the thing about Garbodor, uh, or here, let me find you. Let me find you. Trubbish. Isn't that who evolves into Garbodor? Yeah, well, garb odor because it's because it's garbage and it's also odor. You oh. know, it's a pun. Uh, but the thing is, I I actually kind of love them because they're actually like extremely cute. Like, look at this. Yeah. Look how cute that okay, is. Okay, I played um, which one was it? It wasn't Sun and Moon. It, oh, it was X. I played Pokemon X all the way through. Oh, Pokemon X and Y so very good. I did see. Some of the newer Pokemon in that, but if you asked me to name them right now, I couldn't even fucking tell you which one was my starter. That's okay. That's fine. I know it was a fiery <laughs> fox. That's all I remember. So let's 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 get into it. What do we got here? Okay, um, we're trying to find like what Pokemon, and I feel like I we we can expand that to like what type of gym would they run? Okay, did you, I messaged you earlier and said that their USJ could just be their gym and it's just all terrain? <laughs> that's awesome. Because well, have you noticed? It, what they're doing now in the new Pokemon games is there are no gyms and gym leaders anymore. It's like, what? Um, you fight you fight themed matches in specific areas that have to do with like less like a specific type and more like a specific theme to their party and like oh. what their Pokemon are like biologically. It's really cool. It's a better idea because you know, fucking if I know it's a fire type gym, I'm gonna bring all my water types and just stomp on it. You know what yeah. I mean? Huh? I didn't know that they were doing that. They are okay. So. Let's go ahead and start off with Deku. Since you you have a wider range of Pokemon that you're choosing from, I'm just stuck with the first 151. So um, out of Deku is an interesting case because we have to find something that's like got a lot of potential but is weak at the outset. Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur is a good one for Deku. Yeah. Um, I also really like a, a lot of people <laughs> I have seen illustrate Deku like when they when if they're doing like. I know this is like a remarkably specific thing, but like they're drawing the the Hero Academia characters as animals. Uh-huh. They'll draw them as a is sheep. This, yeah. Oh my god. And there is the sheep Flaffy, Pokemon Mari. Right? I know Mari. Yeah. Mari and then Flaffy. Yeah. yeah. And the thing about Fla- Mar Mari is that their final evolution, uh, Omphoros, has no fuzz. Yeah, isn't it like just like a, a yellow? It looks kind of like a weasel. Yeah, it's like a a big yellow man kind of yellow with a big tummy. Man. And it looks like And then when weasel. he mega evolves, he gets this beautiful uh long flowing hair. Well, Deku does have beautiful <laughs> I just think that it, it's a it's a good representation. I don't know. What did you have for I him? I put Bulbasaur? Bulbasaur and also Vileplume. Okay. Uh Yeah. <laughs> Vileplume. Yeah, yeah, ignore the name. That says vile. I mean, Bakugo would probably pick that for him because he's a bitch. But speaking of Bakugo, what do you what do you think for Bakugo? I wrote Electrode for one of like I I have two choices for him. One I picked Electrode because self destruct. Like if you touch me, I'll fucking yeah, kill everybody in this room. But uh, I also picked Arcanine. I got one for you here. Uh, it's oh, called yeah. Exploud. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> it's even screaming in the picture. Yep. <laughs> Exploud. Okay. Its whole deal loud is that it's just very loud, and it even has like spiky head stuff. Yeah, that is like, a perfect Bakugo Pokemon. <laughs> and they're like resonation tubes for its yelling. What fucking generation is that thing? I think that's third. I believe that's okay. third generation. It's it was kind of a weird. Oh, it looks like weird the one. Cave of Wonders from Aladdin. Holy Who shit! Dares it does. My that thing scared the hell out of me when I was a young boy. Right? I cried when I was a young boy. Too. I cry every time. <laughs> um, how about um, how about Tenya? I picked Dodrio. Dodrio, that 
fucking Super works. Fast bird. I love that. Well, Hitmon Lee is another good choice because he does all the. I picking. also had Hitmon Lee, and then I crossed it out. Whoa, dude. <laughs> dude. Dude. Sweet. What's mine say? <laughs> what else do you? What else you got? I put for Uraraka. I put down Clefairy. Say again. I'm sorry. Because she fucking looks like her. Clefairy. Clefairy's Uraraka, good. Because they look alike. And Clefairy's also secretly very powerful. Yes. Just like Best Girl Uraraka. Just like Best Girl. Okay. For Todoroki, I wrote Eevee. Eevee's a good choice Eevee for him. Evolve into all kinds of different elements. And obviously he's got two. Because I didn't want to pick just an ice or just a fire. And I didn't really want to pick a Pokemon that can learn all of the moves, like Mew. Well, did you know that there is still not a fire slash ice type Pokemon? We're like seven generations in and they still have not done this. They haven't picked one that can do both? Yeah, right? That's weird. I'm a, I'm weirded out by it. Um, If I may, though, may I suggest one that's extremely recent? Um, okay. in, in the new games... The uh, they take place on like an island paradise and it has a yeah. different climate and the, the Pokemon evolve differently. Have a look here at Alola Ninetales. Oh, yeah. It's a previously a fire type, now an ice type. I think it would be a pretty cool... It just it, He's very so, elegant, you know? Yes, that would be a cute Todoroki Pokemon. And also super fucking like, powerful. Shoto's a very elegant man. Yeah, I can see that. Um, For Momo... I picked Ditto. Ooh, because he can be can create anything. Yeah, he can be anything. That's awesome. Yes, I was really proud of that. <laughs> so, do you think maybe um, if Momo were a gym leader, her her thing would revolve around like having basically every type covered? Pretty much, probably. Like, just very all around. Yeah, like I feel like she would train her Ditto to already know how to transform into different Pokemon, so mm. he didn't just have to copy whatever one he's fighting against. That's really cool. He'll be smart just like his mama. I thought of another good one for Bakugo. Oh? Gyarados. Oh my fucking god. Bakugo can have all of them. Deku's the Magikarp, and then Bakugo's the Gyarados. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, hey, what uh, what about All Might? No, Did you think of one for All Might? I wouldn't want to make... For All Might, I picked Machamp. Well, Primate. that's actually a really good... That's actually super good. Um, yes. there There's a new type of poke... This is like... This has got to be Greek to you when I say this, but uh, there's a new kind of Pokemon, and I don't mean like a new type, but a new like classification of thing in the Pokemon universe called Ultra Beasts. They're basically aliens. I think I have seen some things. That, oh, my God. This one is called Buzzwole. Is that a mosquito? Yes. No. <laughs> Look at his pecs. Yeah, Why he's got does a mosquito big, have pecs? Big old muscles, and he flexes oh, them a lot. no. Oh, my God. He looks like the crimson chin. Oh, my God. With four <laughs> legs. Wait, how many legs? He's got four legs, Buzz Wool does. Oh, shit. No. <laughs> so, yeah, they're kind of, they're going to some weird places with Pokemon, if you didn't I'm already know. I'm sticking with my champ, okay? Uh, how about Aizawa? I picked Snorlax. Snorlax. <laughs> or Gengar. Or like a combination of the two. Okay, I got one for you. I got one. This is from uh, third generation, I think. And the uh, this Pokemon's gimmick is that it's a sloth Pokemon, and it only acts every other turn. Oh, no. But it's extremely powerful. It's called Slaking. Slaking. What the fuck? It looks like he's wearing a coconut. <laughs> he's kind of a rowdy, sleepy boy. Yeah. Well, I like I like Snorlax also because he's fucking sleeping all the time, but he's also super strong. But then I like Gengar because Ooh. I don't know part of part of uh, as always whole like ability with his quirk. I mean, Gengar can cause amnesia and all kinds of stuff and erase your memories. I may be grasping at straws here, but whatever. Did you come up with any other ones? Uh, for Sue, I picked Lickitung. Oh, yeah, Lickitung <laughs> or one of, or like fucking... One uh, of those frog starter Pokemon. One yeah. of those frog fellas. Oh, 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 Greninja. Oh, yes, Greninja is a great one for Sue, because... I know that one. He's a big froggy ninja. He is, and he's awesome. He's super powerful. He's, oh my god, I love that one. Greninja he's rules. Great. Um, let me see, I don't think... 
Oh, uh, Tokoyami is Honchkrow. Do you know this one? Uh, yeah, is that the one that looks like it's wearing a hat? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that one. Um, let me see. Kaminari would probably be Electabuzz. There is one that is a Pokemon that I love. It is my favorite Pokemon in the whole world. Um, oh. Uh, he's called Ludicolo, and he is a Taco Duck. And every oh time God. I catch one, I name him Taco Duck. <laughs> because he looks like a piñata of a pineapple uh with a sombrero and a duck bill and he's my favorite and I don't know what child from 1A would be Taco Duck but I feel like somebody needs to be Taco Duck Taco Duck can be uh I don't Can I hit I you with this it's a it's know. a character that has not appeared in the manga yet Oh Fat Gum Oh my god! Oh, you mean not appeared in the show? Yeah. Well, uh, sorry, that's what I mean. It, it only appeared in the manga, not appeared in the anime. Fat Gum. Are you saying that this would be Fat Gum's Pokemon? Yes. Or are you saying okay? Um. But then there's also a lot of other fat Pokemon that are also very cool. Like Snorlax again. Like Snorlax again. A second Snorlax. What if two Snorlaxes? Yeah. God bless us. God bless us, everyone. Oh. Uh. What if uh, Kirishima... Kirishima I could see being like Golem or like Onyx. Onyx would be a good one. Steelix. I think, I think Geodude's no, wait, a good Steelix match for Kirishima because be... Geodude is kind of small and scrappy. Oh, I was going to say Onyx and then your boy Tetsu, 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 Tetsu. Oh, he's fuck. Steelix. He's Steelix shit. That rules, yes. actually. Yes. My babies. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Uh, there's a French dog Pokemon called Furfru, and I think we no, all know. No, 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 get that out! <laughs> Ow! Did you hurt head. yourself rejecting yes, this I, idea? I did. I hit my hand. Okay. <laughs> That's how much I fucking hate this. Get that out. Sorry. Sorry to no, burst your bub. No, no, it's okay. You can love whoever you want to, Max, but I don't accept it. <laughs> but you don't accept. If okay, that's fine. That's fine. It, okay. You know what? I take that back. I will accept it if it's Aoyama, because it's not... Because it's not Mineta. Shit. Because it's not our favorite uh, our favorite beating, whipping boy, Minoru Mineta. Who yeah. cares about this kid? People like this kid. I don't know what's up with that. I see t-shirts with him on Isn't it. Isn't this I'm trope like, kind of like dead? Apparently not. Apparently not. I know he's supposed to be like comic relief. And just a stupid fuck face, but <laughs> that's exactly what he is. I don't want him in this show. I just like, the, I, I do like that the other characters have similarly little patience for him. <laughs> there's like, there's a part in one of the episodes where something's going on with Uraraka and they're like, what's, what's, what's up? And he starts to say PMS and Sue just slaps him in the face yep. with her tongue. <laughs> I love that. Oh, God. This is why I love Sue. Sue's great. Sue's amazing. Blunt and open about literally everything that's on her mind. (laughs) And she fucking says ribbit. Is it uh, in Japanese? Yo? Giro. Giro. That's what it is. Giro. I just think it's so funny. I should know that because that's the name of one of the frogs in Zelda. She just fucking says ribbit every once in a while. It is so cute. Everyone's cute except Mineta. Everyone is cute and everyone's cool. Um, everyone's cute except Mineta. And uh, yeah, we love. Uh, I-, I love this dang TV show about these darn kids. These these wild and crazy kids. Yeah, they say the darndest. They things. say the darn. You know, that's the funny <laughs> thing. I've always said that about kids. I've always said that, and nobody else. Uh, just me forever. Kids say the darndest things. <laughs> <laughs> you want to kind of like wrap the podcast up? Yeah, that's okay. good. Cool. Um, well, thanks for listening to Plus Ultra. It's a joy to make for you, and I hope you enjoy it too. Um, I got our website working. You can go to plusultrapodcast.com, and that'll take you to. I have it up on my uh, Tumblr in, in the uh, little about me section. Oh, that's cool. You can go to 
crispylewis.tumblr.com. Crispy Lewis, and that's where you can find more of the great art, like the stuff that we use for our, um, our sort of podcast logo. So thanks, Emmy. Yeah. It's very cool of you to do that for us. Uh, how's that? Uh, how's that? By the way, the picture you sent me, uh, a progress photo of with uh, with Deku. Oh, in his it gamma is, costume. It's coming along. My my Apple Pen. I had to charge it, so I I might get back to working on it tonight. Apple actually. Pen. Yeah, I'm drawing it on my iPad. Bro. Pen pineapple. Apple Pen. You remember that? You remember that guy? Don't fucking know. <laughs> President um, Mike would do that. Our intro and outro music was recorded by Rich Audie B. He's on YouTube. He's on Twitch. He's on Patreon. Uh, I'll put the links in there. He's great. Uh, give him support because, you know, I, it's hard being... There's a fucking gigantic community of people who produce mute, uh, music on YouTube. <laughs> and I imagine getting your voice out there is like the hardest thing in the entire world. So big props to him. That's about it, right? Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm at Duck Fungus if you want to follow me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. I don't want to hear no more shit about Crispy Lewis. Oh, no, I never give you fungus. shit about Crispy Lewis. I think Crispy Lewis is fantastic because Crispy Lewis and Duck Fungus are the same in that <laughs> they're infinitely memorable because they're so dumb. <laughs> oh, anyway, this All has right. been Plus Ultra. It's the show where we talk about My Hero Academia. Um,. And that's it. Thanks so much for listening. My name is Max Newland. I'm Emily Linders. Till next time, remember to go beyond Plus Ultra. Ultra.